Wasteland Party. Hey, yo, I'm back. Um, so I guess we're gonna call this the Super Smash Brothers episode, second part. Yeah, the second part. Okay, so you know how I said I was gonna go on this big rant, and well. It's just going to be long-winded and convoluted. I tried my best to organize my thoughts for this because I think this is already a concept for you guys. I noticed that you guys recently had uh, this thing called the uh, Unreal Engine 5 come out. And you can share assets and you can sell assets. And um, it's very user-friendly with ind indie developers. And like it's, it's really cool. But I had something like this, but that was a lot more professional, a lot more streamlined. And weirdly enough, Nintendo was the one to actually start this, at least in my timeline. Um, so one thing that's been bugging me is the fact that you guys don't have a modding marketplace. And by a modding marketplace is basically like, um, how can I describe it? Imagine, like, this is where it started from. Started with uh, the Super Smash Brothers Melee, the ones that were actually able to connect to the internet at the time. So, a lot of early developers or aspiring developers and aspiring uh, video game uh, artists and creators, all of them were able to put their talent into the marketplace and it was just called you know marketplace and it was nothing special at the beginning but what it did was it gave these poor modders that just love the game and wanted to add more to it a place that they can be able to be creative and add stages um, characters skins even to the game and all of this was done with the very friendly, like I said, very friendly licensing practices of my timeline. You see, back where I'm from, even though capitalism still existed and people wanted to make money, people wanted to make money in smart ways. So let's say you are good at software engineering or software, software development and you made, let's say, a really cool skin for Mario you put him in his overalls and fancy mustache when he was Jumpman right you would be able to make the skin and of course other people would do that too other people would make the skin copy you but because you knew the code and you were able to do it on your own you could submit your skin of Mario to the, the people who own it, which is of course Nintendo, and they would uh, of course approve you, but depending on the quality of the things that you, you churned out, you, would, you could do an option to be paid or an option to give it for free. And uh, you know, it's cool because you got rewarded either way. So. Another thing of my timeline was that online handles were a sort of uh, permanent thing. So by the time the internet came out, 
uh, when it when it did come out, people took it very seriously. People knew exactly the the potential of the internet, and um, companies were creating uh, profiles. And in my timeline, if you wanted a profile, it would be synced to your name and uh, all the things that you interact with. Of course, your data would be uh, private. And it would be protected under U.S. law, but it allowed you to have one profile to just browse the internet with, and uh, it did a good job at uh, not only keeping people honest on the internet, but to keep people friendly on the internet. Your internet here in this timeline is chaotic. It's chaotic and it's weird. It's wow, like. I have not seen such weirdos in all of the timelines I've ever jumped. You got you people have the craziest things going on here, and I'm not gonna go into any examples because I don't want to discriminate against anybody. But my God, you people are whew, out of this world. But you know that's off topic yet again. So back to the origin of the marketplace. So. In my original timeline, there was a period where piracy and modding for video games became so rampant that Nintendo, of all people, proposed an online database similar to an online store. But here, you could sell your mods or give them away for free. You see, back then, Nintendo saw the dangers of piracy and prepped for it. They were pretty smart like the way they are here, except they weren't suing people like crazy they just prepared for worst case scenario and um, it also helped that they pioneered a thing called a buddy software that behaved like an antivirus anti-spyware for your console basically it would scan your files all the time for unofficial mods and malware that were not greenlit by them and delete them you needed the buddy software to enable modding and with that you'd be able to get official mods and officially licensed um, user created things so the way it worked like I said you would submit something you would get approved and you could choose to either give it for free or sell it and most people didn't sell things because some other person would just copy it and give it away for free. It was it was it gave a very friendly and um, charitable atmosphere in the gaming community. So Microsoft and Sony saw this and copied them as they always do. There were so many mods that all the prices were very reasonable. For example, in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, the highest rated skin for Mario was his 64-bit look and that only cost 50 cents the gaming community is sort of like mm, exactly what it was a marketplace like this these hubs were like forums and marketplaces put together and they were very streamlined very professionally made you could go anywhere like pretend uh let's since we're still on the subject of super smash brothers i'll tell you about all the other mods from all the other games eventually with time but since we're still on the subject of super smash brothers you could just literally fill up 
your entire screen with tiny little squares of all of the characters that were made for at least ultimate that's the most recent one in, in your timeline so that's the one i'm gonna use i'm not gonna spoil for uh the new smash that might come out and it might match the one that i saw and that one that one really take the cake of if you guys were impressed by ultimate just wait until you see the next one but anyway so pretend uh you wanted to go and you wanted let's say you wanted to get amy rose from sonic right so there would be a version of amy rose that someone would use the tools that were in the smash brothers database and make an amy rose from scratch or you could you could download or buy a skin of sonic that uses amy's skin or uh some other people go a little crazy and use uh, like King Dedede's skeleton to and his moveset to be Amy's because they both have a hammer. Like the possibilities were endless and it makes money move within the gaming community so much that it just made more people invested in it. And, and it's I just feel really frustrated that you guys don't have that or at least you don't have it yet. I'm very hopeful for all of you. And I hope it happens for all of you because I've seen some spots where it's showing that it could happen with uh, Bethesda's little uh, modding marketplace and these battle royale games and these free to play games that are making, I guess, cosmetics more and more ready available for people. And it's only a matter of time before they start making or allowing people to make skins and pay them. That's that's one of the things that we have in, in my timeline too, where um, in these really high profile games, if you were to create a skin that looked really nice and you uploaded it and you sold it for like a dollar, um, not only would you get reputation, but you would get paid too. And well, I could tell you from, from just saying that, that yeah, my original timeline, our economy was pretty stable. But I'll go ahead and leave it there. So please, if you can, uh, follow me on the social medias. I try to make an account with everything so that it'll be convenient for you to follow me. I'm not really good with it because I'm new to it. It's very different and I'll try to adjust to it. But for now, I'll leave you guys with this. There's always a better version of something as long as somebody can conceive it. Bye everybody.